Welcome back to another episode of Peter's Proffer here in the courtroom of current events. Today we're going to be talking about the Electoral College. We all know there's a big vote coming down this week, and we are in a hot spot here in Pinellas County, not just for coronavirus, but also we are one of the major swing counties in a swing state of Florida. Explain what's going on here this week, Pete, as we record this. Obviously, it's going to post in a few days, but what's going on this week here? Something I would say generally unprecedented. Uh, You're going to have Joe Biden and President Trump come back and speak in Pinellas County, or at least in the Tampa Bay area. Tampa Bay area, Hillsborough, Pinellas, Pasco County, mostly Hillsborough and Pinellas. No offense to our Pasco friends. We still love them. But because the Tampa Bay area for the last few elections has been one of the major swing counties or areas in the state of Florida, and Florida is a swing state. So today we're going to do an episode just discussing what the Electoral College is, what it means. There's been some talk of getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just talk a little bit about why Florida is a swing state and how the Electoral College works. All right, let's talk generally about what the Electoral College is. Um, the Electoral College is a system that was set up by the founding fathers and is frankly ingenious because it makes sure that everybody's vote is counted. Uh, If it was with the Electoral College, it would basically be Los Angeles, New York, and Chicago would control the election for the entire country. So the Electoral College allows rural and urban areas to, to have some balance. Different areas of the country have some balance. So that's why it exists. And, uh, and all the people in Los Angeles, New York, and Chicago want to get rid of the electoral of college, course. and they want to just go by popular vote. That's the opposite, where it's literally every vote is counted, and just those votes get one check mark, and whoever has more check marks right. at the end of the day would win in the popular vote. But the electoral college is different, and you say it makes everybody have a vote, even in the rural areas. How so? Right. Here's how it works: every senator gets a single electoral vote. Every congressman gets a single electoral vote so there are 538 total that's 100 senators uh, 435 in the house of representatives and three for the district of columbia washington dc and you are going to vote state by state based on the rules for that particular electoral college florida votes party uh, popular vote so which is why this is important we have 29 electoral votes here in florida okay that is the exact same amount as New York State. So 27 for our congressmen, two, two for, for our senators. senators. Right. So your congressional district, and which is why Tampa Bay is so important, makes a difference. Because if the congressional district where Tampa Bay is votes Republican, that the Republican Party gets that electoral vote. Right. So even if, it's, if they just win by one, they get all 29 electoral votes. For the state, yes. Right. So as I'm saying, even if if Florida picks one president over the other by just five popular votes, all 29 go to that president. Exactly. And to give you an idea about how tight this race is, in 2016, the vote for Florida was decided over 530 people. 530 votes made the difference between... And we have 14 million or something, right? We have, yeah, it's... I think, it's, I think we have around 14 million people. So for only 500 votes to really make the difference is huge for all 29 electoral college votes. So, so how do the votes actually work? Um, how the votes themselves actually work is this way. Every state has to set up their own way of doing it. The vast majority of states, I shouldn't say, 26 states are pretty cut and dry, just like Florida. You have 29 votes. Whatever the popular vote is, the party for that popular vote wins. So 
If more people vote Republican than Democrat, the Republicans get all 29 votes. Trump gets all 29 votes. You said votes. 26 states are like that. Correct. Okay, and D.C. D. Right. Okay, and what are so the other 24, 24 states 24 states have no specific requirement. In other words, the, the electorals college is mm -hmm. set up of people, and those people go and cast their vote. Now, most of the time, it, it works the same way as it does okay. here in Florida. They can't they, go rogue, basically. Technically, well, they, could. they could, but you know, they always pick people that won't go rogue. I was going to say, then they wouldn't get elected next time around. Exactly. Because the senators and the, the congressmen are elected officials that represent what the people of their state want. Exactly. Okay. Now, the, the, It's not good for business for them to go rogue. Correct. Okay. And the, the people that actually cast the ballots are normally elected officials or party officials. Not necessarily, actually not at all federal employees. So if you're a federal congressman, you can't be your electoral vote. You have to be someone that's either in the party or holds some office. Now, two states are really cool. Nebraska and Maine, they split their votes. So here's what they do. If the popular vote goes to Biden, the two Senate votes go to the Democratic candidate. But the individual congressmen for the districts, they vote party line based on the majority of vote. So in Nebraska, and Maine, you're going to have uh, multiple electoral votes going to different parties. That's what I was going to say. When you you said they're going to vote party line for the for the for party whoever wins. So whoever wins what? That's what I'm saying. Let me say it this in way. their individual district. If the entire the population of the state of Maine votes more Republican than Democrat for the votes, the two Senate votes go to the Republican. Okay. But each congressional district inside of Maine votes whatever the popular vote is. So if Bangor voted blue, voted Democrat. So you mean the popular one... vote in their district? Correct. Okay, because you didn't say that. You just said they I'm vote sorry. the popular vote. So not the popular vote of the state. The senators, popular vote right. of the state. Okay, Con so 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 what, what you're saying is in Maine, the senators, the two senator electoral votes go to the popular vote of the entire state. Correct. But each individual congressman votes what their district votes. The congressional district votes for whatever the popular vote for that district was. Right. So they can be voting. They can they can cast their electoral votes for, for different parties. Absolutely. And so, they do. So some of Maine's electoral votes can go toward one side and some can go towards Correct. the other. Nebraska is the same way. Interesting. And just to be clear, the congressman doesn't vote. They actually have elector, electors is what they're called that are actually appointed and they actually cast the vote. So the electoral college, you have to have 270 votes to win, right? Right. So what happens if nobody gets 270 ah, votes? That's interesting. If nobody gets uh, the 270, the vote for the presidency goes to the House of Representatives. And the House of Representatives will cast one vote per state. So Florida has 29 delegates, right? right? Two senators and 27 congressmen. Those 27 congressmen will get together from Florida and they will hash out who their one vote is going to be for the state so of Florida. So at that point, they no longer have to follow Florida's popular vote. Correct. They now, can just, they can go rogue or do they try to stick to what their it hasn't, district It hasn't happened. And I don't know if it's ever happened. I don't think it ever has. Now, the interesting part about that, if there's no consensus on the 270, the vice president, the exact same thing happens, but they do it in the Senate. So the Senate will vote for the vice presidential candidate. Weird. So in the case of a tie, you could have a Republican president and a Democrat as vice president or vice versa. That would be so weird. That would that would be the chaos 2020. Talk about nothing getting accomplished. Yeah. All right. So one of the big questions is, are you in favor of the Electoral College? It sounds like you are based on our discussion, but there are a lot of people out now in politics saying we need to get rid of it and just go to a straight popular vote because Hillary Clinton would have won and beat Donald Trump if we would have just gone by the popular vote. But Donald Trump won the Electoral College. 
So what is your stance on it? How do you feel about the Electoral College? I think it exists for a reason. This country is so diverse um, and, and so vast, meaning in geography, that it's impossible to win an election. Well, it's impossible to have an election controlled by major cities. Let me give you an example. Los Angeles County has 10 million people in it. There are like 43 states in the United States that don't have 10 million people. So could you imagine 43 states, their vote is completely uh, Not nullified. irrelevant, but yeah, nullified, nullified by one county. Yeah, see, and, and I think I agree. I'm not an expert on the Electoral College. I think I agree because what's good for just a big city is not good for the entire country. Right. And I think the voice of the entire country needs to be heard. Big city, small city, suburbs, country, city life. Everybody needs to be heard and everybody's vote needs to count. And if you're just letting the big cities control the country, then you get into some major issues. And I think that the autonomy of the states really is important. And that's why it's important to have states be autonomous so they can do what's best for their state. Yeah. But that's not how the federal government right. should But be realize the Electoral College is set up in the federal system. The, the Constitution actually sets forth that the Electoral College will exist, but it leaves it up to the states to determine how the ele specific state electoral votes are calculated and cast. And, and I think that's a genius way of doing it. They say, this is going to be the system state countrywide, but state by state, you have the right to make your own decisions on how you want to deal with it, which is why coal miners in West Virginia have, you know, a different system than, you know, corn farmers in Ohio. Right. And I think that it's, I think that it's really interesting. And that's why states have their own governors and states have their own state governing bodies, because they can focus on the state agenda while the country needs to care about the country as a whole. Right. And the president needs to care about the rural areas just as much as the city areas in the country, mm -hmm. in the suburbs, and whatever it may be, they need to care about everybody and all of the, the citizens of the United States of America. And I think that's kind of what the electoral call Is it perfect? No. And maybe it could be improved on, but I don't think the popular vote fixes that, in my opinion. So that's today's topic. We hit on the electoral college. We hit on Pinellas County. Hopefully you guys get out there and vote because we could swing this thing. Um, if you guys want to hear more topics like this, leave it in the comment, hit the like button, hit the bell, subscribe, and we'd love to bring you more videos that you're interested in.